wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down What's up? How's the day going, man? We got some Grow Talk episode 541. Yeah, man. Whoa. It's weird to see you in the afternoon, dude. You look stoned. <laughs> I feel like I look somewhat <laughs> similar to how I did this morning. Anyway. Oh, who knows? Let's get into who you got for Peter producer of the Grow mind, Talk today. Sir. You know, I have Marjorina Wilhelmina, who is a great representation of the female DGC. I love it. Always, always making us laugh. And man, really interesting, interesting uh, talk a couple of days ago with, with uh, shipping and all that kind of stuff, man. So yeah, great information over there. Thank you for that. Hell yeah. All right. Let's see who's growing the dank, man, over on uh, that's an Instagram, man. Hashtag Dude Grow Show. Yes. Uh, we, <clears throat> I had to this think about to Dude Grow's show, and I was like, is that with two S's or one? So I guess we'll monitor both of them, but I use two S's. Dude Grow's show. Yes. Word. You'd have not thought about bring it that hard, have to you? Because <laughs> if not, it's Dude Grow's how? Yeah, Dude Grow's. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm going to bring this to you by Seeds Here Now, man. James Bean, actually, will be hanging out at the uh, Indo Expo. And what a cool guy, definitely, man. <laughs> yeah, excited to hang out there and check out everything. And Seeds Here Now, also supporter of the show. Got a coupon code. I think it's Dude10 over there. Yes. But uh, check them out. And I'm actually waiting myself on some Mephesto autos to get in stock uh, so I can get my order up in there. Nice. So. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I'm debating on how, whether I should get my folks growing autos or what, but that, that's another conversation. All right, so as far as who's growing a dank here, I got Bruce Ban underscore Banner underscore DGC. What up? Yes, uh, I'm smoking uh, what it. Is I'm smoking it. Chemdog number, oh, Chemdog four, week nine, getting on some cloudy goodness. Yeah. Okay, week nine, huh? Week nine of Bloom. I'm presuming it looks like it. Yeah. No, no, that's week nine of veg, sir. Okay. <laughs> well, or week nine. Sometimes people do it by the, uh, you know, like the since when the plant started. Right. Potentially. Right. How dare you? Anyway. <laughs> that is beautiful. Bruce, Bruce Banner is always with the hashtags. He was. We were hanging out this morning. I was doing an interview. I think the entire time he was just setting up a shot. Man, he was looking for the background. And man, I love it. That's his media over there. Man, he found he found yes. his art. Yes, I heard somebody say that dude's pretty legit. So it's not a surprise now. One way to get legit in this modern age is be good at Instagram, man. It'll make you legit. Yeah, I just hang out with the dude and Scotty, man. We're getting a legit grower. (laughs) Lickety split, man. We got one more here from Mr. Mojo Resin. Mojo Resin. Um, Wow. Another dank ass. I like how you lay. He's laying this bud like on a very black reflective surface and it with the purple colors that's an awesome shot man right it's different pheno of of palpatine maybe <laughs> completely different look what do you got what do you say i'll let you enjoy that one okay. man guru cool. i always I give guru it's the palpatine it's something from star wars palpatine yeah. star yeah. wars the movie that had weed in star wars yeah, man. You know, the stormtroopers were always high, man. That's what the no, whole I, outfit was about, man, to constantly circulate weed through their uh, endocannabinoid system. Palpatine was the dude that, like, took over the Senate and then made himself emperor. 
Okay. You know more about <laughs> Star Wars than me, and I have no problem with that. Pretty cool shit. All right. Anyway, completely different look. He says, same smell, but unfortunately, not as high of a yielder as the others. So awesome, dude. Love the color there. Hashtag dude grow show. Yeah. Little Dungeon Vault genetics there. Beautiful. Little mammoth microbes grown with. I like it. Shout out to our brothers. All right. Let's get into a little grow talk here. This is actually a comment from... Uh, Think Alpaca Bowl off of uh, an older episode, right? Do I have that right? Think Alpaca Bowl? Uh, yeah, we've got Alpaca Nug, and now we've got Think Alpaca Bowl. I like it. Because I heard this from NV Closet Med Grower, so Nevada Closet Med Grower, from the Roundtable show over on YouTube, I believe there, uh, and I hope I don't butcher it. When the herb is drying, the moisture leaving the herb is bringing the chlorophyll with it. That's why when you dry it too fast and there's no moisture to bring it any of the last chlorophyll out, some will be left behind and will result in a more hay smell. And from my experience, you know, sometimes a shitty taste. Right. Hope that makes sense. And is this right? I'm trying to understand this. Yeah, man, I always thought it was breaking. I thought the chlorophyll would break down, and I thought it needed moisture to break down. Was, you know, this the, is my unscientific the, yeah, mind. The, the only thing that's going to evaporate out is water. Right. Like chlorophyll doesn't evaporate. But it, has, it needs water to break down, right? It needs the presence of the water to be broken down, and enough of it that it can break down, but not that it's going to go like moldy or anything. Got it. Got it. Yeah, so the, the water is just keeping biological activity going in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's, in, it's almost like a state of suspended animation. The plant is in. It's not alive. It's not really dead, but... What about chlorophyll levels, just to put you to the test, when I have a plant that I'm about like, you know 3. what? About 3.6. That, that thing is flushed to all get out. I love it. Like, there's not even any green left in any leaf. Does that... Because my brain associates chlorophyll with greenness, you know? Like, it just... Sure. I don't... But does that affect chlorophyll levels? Or, you know, real proper flush will give you less chlorophyll at chop time? I, I know it has to break down. I've tasted green weed that tastes absolutely great. So it, it, I don't know the science behind it, but I know that it has to break down. And the longer you break it down, um, the better flavor you get out of it. That, that's great. I was asking Guru, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I was just stalling while I gave him time to think of his answer. He's Googling. Oh, it he's right Googling now. real I, quick. I yeah. I'm not Googling anything. I'm fucking with you, man. I'm just kidding. You don't fuck with Google with the uh, guru's intelligence, okay, man? All right, you do you agree or it. disagree, guru? That what? That the chlorophyll is leaving the plant when you dry? I mean, it, no, it, doing a, a proper flush where you're turning your leaves into a yellow and like you're not feeding anymore and you have a really flushed out plant, you're gonna have less chlorophyll in it? Less, but there's still chlorophyll in it. Okay. Because okay. I mean, th- I mean, think about it. You can completely bleach out a plant with too much light, and there's still chlorophyll there. Just the pigments in the chlorophyll have been bleached. I away. just, I just want to know I'm right. We're but you, you can bleach a plant out by drying it under the lights and bleach it out. You know, and but and it can taste like total shit. So I don't think there's a direct correlation between green color and uh, chlorophyll. I guess if I'm, that sounds stupid to say that though, doesn't it? Not direct, not direct. But it's all part of the bigger picture. Like yeah. an inverse variant relationship is what you're thinking. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I appreciate that, man. This is good. Uh, got us thinking here. I got another comment here. We could certainly over. use to learn more about chlorophyll, I think, man. Really interesting stuff. Great question. It will stimulate my brain. 
Yes, it will. I think about it like a green drink when I think about chlorophyll. You know what I mean? Different images come through my head. Yeah. Or maybe it's just too much of this G13 I've been smoking <laughs> today. It's some strange. I tell you what, at one point in time, you know, with all the crazy gimmicks and I don't know, man, pre-internet, there were these algae pills that you could eat, man. And I remember for a while, I think it was about 14 to maybe 15 days, I just ate these algae pills. They were like spirulina or something like that. And you would literally eat them like food. You eat like 15 or 20 of them at a time and it was just algae and it would it's like food. It would keep you alive, man. It gave you energy and shit. It was weird. Then my friends had this intervention with me and told me I should probably start eating food <laughs> again. I was acting weird, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Well, I got a comment coming off of, uh, off of YouTube, actually. I'm going to tell you, uh, this is brought to you by, or just shout out to, man, Spectrum King LED, guys. Yeah. Good supporters of the show. Absolutely. Um, I'm about to, not about to, I got to get my seeds, but I'm going to do an auto under one of these closet cases. I want to do like the minimal grow so I can have, you know what? And this might be for my folks. Like, hey, I, I, you need one of these, one of these seeds and this soil and water and you're winning. Yes. So I'm That's excited so awesome. to see what 100, what's that? It's just so awesome that you can do that. You fucking throw 140 watt light up. I'm, I'm building my grow now and I'm pulling old stuff from my old grow. I got a huge dehumidifier. I've got these huge hoods that I'm like literally throwing in the dumpsters and man, it doesn't have to be that complicated anymore, man. The new light that I have, the HLG 550 I have now, man, I don't know if it's 10 pounds. It's so light, man. And it's just, you know, two inches thick or three inches thick. You know, you can just fucking hang Hang it. I mean, you don't have to even, I don't know. You could do it with a stepladder and, uh, you know, and shit you buy from the, from Walmart, man. So it's really cool. It doesn't have to be complicated anymore. Hell yeah. Check out their other lighting guys, Spectrum King LED. Uh, they got coupon code dude SK as well. These on top of their sales, bring that shit down and hook it up, man. Switch your, switch your grow over to LED. That's the number one. You will see the difference in the flower. I just realized I mentioned another light in the middle of a Spectrum King company. Sorry for throwing salt in your game, sir. All right. We got a comment <laughs> from YouTube from DOT Mike. Kind of just commented on one of our episodes here. It goes, I think it was on yesterday's. It goes, soil, mo- soil moisture really comes down to the growing system. Hey, did I ever tell you about the chick that would throw up if you said the word moist in front of her? No, but that's a bad habit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really, because the soil moisture really comes down to the growing system. In a salt-based program, a lot of people aim for distinct wet and dry cycles because I agree with that. Agreed. In living soil systems, we want even more moisture. We want even moisture consistently in the bed or pot to maintain the microbiology. I would agree with that. Okay. You know? So, and what happens when you change in a salt-based system? You know, if you're just running cocoa or something, uh, when you change the amount of moisture in the soil when your soil dries out, it does change the pH too. And we know that n- n- nutrients are absorbed over a wide range of pHs. Different nutrients get absorbed at different pHs. So that might be why we like to vary from a little bit, you know, from from wet to dry, and then wet to dry in some of these, you know, something like cocoa, a media like that. Yeah. Um, and he goes on to say, on a side note, blue moths, because we were talking about blue moths the other day, got a little, got a little into it. It's an irrigation uh, type of irrigation system, right. or excellent option for achieving consistent moisture in a living system. Unlike drippers that need to constantly be adjusted based upon plant maturity and needs within its life cycle, blue moths always maintain perfect moisture throughout the cycle once you get them dialed in correctly. Yeah, Living now, hang soil. on, hang on. Once you get them dialed in correctly. I spent a lot of time. Yeah, there is a little dial on the top of a blue moth, and you're supposed to like turn it and then unturn it like a quarter twist at a time or whatever. And if you screw up, that thing will just drip, 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 drip. And 
man, it takes a little while to get those dialed in. That's the only beef I got with them is you can do the same thing with, uh, you know, with drippers and saying, Hey, I'm going to have this dripper turn on, you know, one minute for every four, you know, one, one minute or, you know, at a time or two minutes every, you know, so often it's pretty simple that way too. Yeah. But he's saying you're making adjustments. The blue mods adjust for, I mean, they, they sense automatically, how much moisture is in the bed. And so you're never adjusting because as plants mature, they use less water as a day heats up. They use less or more water, I should say, more water as a plant, more root zone spreads out through your bed. And I agree there has been, you know, that's one thing people say, oh, well, they're kind of hard to dial in. They're not. It just, you just got to be there for a day. You, know, you got to must... be at your grow for a day and you got to be willing to go in and out of your grow for maybe a couple days. You don't know. Some horror stories you hear like, oh, dude, I set up my blue mods. Right. Left an hour later on a week vacation. Yeah. I went so to I, the strip club and when I came back, my garage door was blue. I had them set up know. here in my driveway garden and, you know, which was all just tomatoes, peppers and all that shit. And it was awesome. That one, I've only done it one season. I just been lazy and not do it because I didn't never freaking water them. It was freaking, it was, it was so good. I would well, we'll have to get into that again sometime. I'd like to have never tried them in my garden for when I go on vacation. Luckily I have neighbors. Not everybody has that option. I got at least one neighbor that's like, look, this is all you have to do. And he does still, you know, nobody does it like you. Nobody hand waters like me, but <laughs> he does. All right. I like the concept of blue Mots, but they remind me of like driving like a German car in the seventies or something where you need like, everything's like this specially sized pipe. You need anything and none of it is standard. You can't go to the hardware store and buy anything that, that you know, a T they have, they have T's and they have uh, little, little pipes, you know, little, uh, tubing and whatnot. None of it is standard size, man. It's all like proprietary blue mod shit. That is the only other beef I have about them, man. I got to <laughs> go back to Germany to get a T. Yes. All right. Moving on to male plants from feminized seeds. Yes. Question mark. What happens if Bluemont sponsors us and I have to become the biggest fanboy? I just want to say I really like waiting six to eight weeks for my parts, Matt. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, it's Are not bad. You just got to find a place that's ha- that has them. If you find a place that has the parts, and they, it is expensive to buy Bluemonts, I will say. You know, all the, they're like, what, seven, eight bucks a piece or something like that. And you can buy their tubing and all that crap. Kind of I do not know. I do not know. I have okay, not priced a system. I'll let you know when I do. I did it. I did. As a matter of fact, we're pulling them out. I'm pulling a dead grow out, like all the garbage. There's a dumpster, and I'm just throwing all my old grow stuff from the dumpster. And there's a bunch of, of old gear like that, man. Yes, please throw everything away. <laughs> it's so Guru won't let it's me. Tainted. Man. He won't let me throw the newts away, man. He's he's enlightening me. Can't throw right, newts oh, in the landfill, man. He's right. Or old timer fifty. We have here. to grow something with them, don't we? With another grow talk question to make you move on. Come on, let's get it. Male plants from feminized seeds. Okay. Question mark. Because dude scouting grew. Hello, Gun from Prohibition Land. Please tell me I'm wrong, but this looks to me like a male plant after nine days in flower. I ordered seven feminized seeds from the from the True North Seed Bank, and this is the first seed of the seven. BC Godbud males? Question mark. I hate to believe I wasted almost two months growing this plant. To this stage, you can only find a male hiding out in a feminized seed pack. Did you guys hear about this? Do you hear about this on a regular basis? The pineapple cush seeds I ordered were all female, but this plant looks to be a problem. Do you think I removed it from the two medical mass females that were growing beside it in time? So looking at these pictures, because he's worried about pollinating the females. Look, um, and what anything can happen thing. with seeds, right? Yeah, it definitely can. But this is I'm the same thing I said to you outside that club that one night, man. That's a man, baby. 
It's definitely a male. Um, do you, what do you think? And guys, if you're looking at the video show, we're looking at pictures, or if you're not of female, or I'm sorry, male, like flowers, some little, what are those little seed sacks? Or those are pollen sacks. That are pollen sacks. Yeah. So yeah, because the seeds form the female flowers. So then I don't see any, eh, maybe a top one open a little bit. So maybe we got a little bit of pollen starting to release here. You think? I don't know. I don't know. Is is that? I think that's the way that they just form. At nine days, I don't think he has anything to worry about. Yeah, I just because the so. female flowers aren't even really kicking that much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just as a preventative, you could just with plain water, just plain pH water, spray down your plants to wash away any pollen that could be sitting on them, just so it doesn't get moved around later in flower when the flowers on the females could. Take yeah, it. good point. Um, Put them out to die. But get that plane out of there. Get good wash. Go ahead and get while that plane out of adjusting there. Your, uh, why are you pH adjusting your wash water? What are you worried I, about? I don't know what the pH of his water or just tap water can yeah, be. So. Yeah, you know, low pH water. What, what's something with the low pH is? Acid, man. Acid. <laughs> I don't. And not the good well, think, kind. <laughs> and then your, your male seed, man. I mean, it could have just been a mistake, an accident. I mean, a seed got on the wrong bin. Bin, you like that? Seed bin. Whoa, man. Uh, <laughs> could have been uh, a binning er. So that's <laughs> what happened. Up. And People are human. I think you would be, yeah. Off to the races here. Oh, mister, we were stoned. All right, let's see here. I'm going to go to... Uh, Come on, jumpy, I, man. You jumping around? What's up? I am, man. I am stoned. I'm like, where, where, where are we at now? <laughs> what happened? We're going, man. I got Opposite. one, man. All right, from Chinaman Grow, Clone Dome Light Cycle. And this, hopefully this should be an easy one. It says, what's going on, DGC? Quick question for you guys. Do you leave your Clone Dome lights on for 24 hours, or can you do 18-6? Uh, I do leave mine on for 24 hours. You certainly can do 18-6. Uh, the thought on it is I always thought that, um, the 24 hour clone cycle made them root quicker. It's, you know, there's, there's, uh, uh, the light is the energy and I'm trying to get them to root. So, uh, yeah, you know, I need to, to have someone explain to me, I think it's called the Calvin cycle, uh, which is why plants sleep or, or when plants sleep, what happens? Cause I have to, I do like a veg a lot of times I'll do a 24 hour veg without too much ramifications, you know, but there's photosystems one and photosystems two of photosynthesis and and photosynthesis two is the dark reaction. Okay, and it needs an absence of light to be able to actually like fully complete that biological process. So why does uh, even without why does it roots? Work? But why it's not even it really a plant, man? Yet, I mean, th those are living plant cells that are there, even though they don't have roots. So <laughs> yes, they are living plant cells. I agree, though. I give it eighteen six, man. I give everything a little bit of a rest. I get roots in two days every time, anyway. So I just got a question: Why does it work? Why does my twenty four hour light cycle or, or twenty four hours of of lights work? It it. I mean, it works because it it's just not completing that full photosystems to everything about it. Uh, so you're not having a full photosynthetic reaction, but most of one. Okay. Cool. That's like, probably the way to put it. Like why my buddy Stevie could stay up for 14 days straight and seem kind of normal? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I understand. And he goes on here, Scotty, Chinaman Grow, because we've talked about him. Uh, and to the dude and Scotty, whose question why I choose the name Chinaman Grow. Because, yes, I am of Asian descent. I picked the name because I live in Southern California, and when I got into growing, I was taught by people who grew Chinaman style. Oh. All about weight and not about the quality at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know. I have not heard of Chinaman style. Oh, that's, like that's that, fucking racialist, that's, man. He can say that shit. You can't, man. All I right? can't. 
He goes, but I fell in love with the plant, plus found the DDC to learn from and have improved on the way I see and grow this marvelous medicine. Right on, Chinaman Grow. Respect to you, brother. Respect to you. That's awesome. Thanks for the explanation. Beautiful. Remind people, yeah, while over on dudegrows.com, man, get your grow questions up over there, guys. Uh, Over in growing, you can just click submit your grow question. Just be logged on in there. And being logged in, guys, doesn't mean you're a member or any of that jazz. Just username and logged in yep and uh kick it up we love getting these grow talk questions as well as what whatever you know spread us on social media it's another way great way to help the show yeah man we're people doing this because we're in my opinion i'm trying to create my dream job what would i love to do i'd love to hang out with my friends all day and talk about growing and smoking weed and, and, and kicking prohibition down i can't tell you we're all that good at it though so I, we can talk we're good at talking but we sure as heck could use somehow you can see what you know people get sponsors and uh and uh just support Support in general, trying to make this uh, a real everyday thing. It takes a lot of effort, and we really could use your help. So we're having some, you know, like I'm thinking about it. It says right here, promote DGC merch. Man, we're terrible at merch, man. Do we even have any T-shirts left, man? We got to get better at this shit, man. Yes, community outreach director looking yes. for a new position. Uh, for now, if you could just <laughs> spread the word. If you like what we're doing, if, if you think the show is cool, man, please spread it out to some, some other like-minded folks. That'd be the best thing you could do for us. Hell yeah. Thank right, you. We got another Grow Talk question here. I'm going to tell you uh, just before we do to check out Optic Foliar. Uh, speaking of somebody supporting the show, man, going to be at the Indo Expo. Come on out here in Denver, meet Dinesh, uh, hang out, et cetera. Or if you just want to try one thing, today I'm going to give it up to the Transport. They got a small, like, ounce size one, I believe. And Transport can work with any of your products you're yep. spraying on your plant. It's going to be something that allows you to spray with your lights on one. Gets it into the mesophilic layer, too. And uh, it just works great. Use it with neem. Use it with kelp. Use it with the neem-kelp combination. Use it with another IPM product. Uh, so shout out, man. OG supporter, Optic Foyer. Love it. All right here. This Grow Talk question here is about a CO2 optimum optimum levels all right dabney pullman <laughs> love it goes good morning dtc mrs b got me a co2 monitor for christmas yes. that is awesome man <laughs> and i'm worried about the levels he says the low was 419 all right high was 852 ppm for tw- for a 24-hour period in an eight by eight sealed room he goes, and guys, real quick, a CO2 monitor, he's not controlling anything with that. It's just telling him what his levels are, and it, it's a data logs, it, you know, so you can look at different points in the day. Um, he goes, the temp is 80 degrees, relative humidity around 60. We have two exhale bags in the room. Now, that's a mushroom-like compost or fungus compost bag going on. If they could somehow just combine those with Cubensis psychedelic mushrooms and get CO2 oh, at the same time. So good. And I you, mean, you'd know we, that your CO2 bag was was out of CO2 and it stopped producing mushrooms. <laughs> yes. yes. See what God so, just did. I've used those exhales before. They do a little, uh, they definitely, they'll, they'll bring you up some in a sealed room for sure. Uh, right now, we only have two plants going. They should be done in a month. It's no surprise that there is conflicting info out there. That's why I'm calling or coming to you folks, the experts. Whoa, 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 I never, whoa. Yeah, I never, I never claim, call myself never an expert. That. I'm an authority. I mean, people listen to me, but it doesn't mean I'm an expert. So, you know, he's at 800 ppm. He's like, should I get a couple more exhale bags? I see recommendations for 1,000 ppm, 1,500 ppm. And then I see Ed Rosenthal quote, four to 600 ppm will do just fine. What do you say? All right. I got something to say about this, man. What do you I say, use man? CO2. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm Chinaman style, but I was definitely part of the weight crew. And CO2 brings weight. Um, 
I think from what I remember, 1900 is the absolute <laughs> max, max. 1900 ppm is the max, max that the plants can take up. But there's super diminishing returns at that. Point. Yeah, Guru's going to argue with you there. Okay. I know it. Okay, but right about diminishing returns after a thousand. Parts yeah, per right at 1500. If you can afford it, if you, I was using like propane. I'm sorry, not propane. I had a natural gas CO2 generator hooked up to like where my dryer would be hooked up. So I had it coming from the the city. So I had all you can eat a CO2. I would bust up levels of of uh, I, I want to say 1500 if I was really trying to be greedy, but most of the time with a burner that you're running so that, uh, the temperature will, will climb up. You're, you're burning basically a flame. It's like a barbecue flame in there. So, uh, I found a happy medium about 1500, uh, I'm sorry, 1200 rather. I found 1200 was easy to maintain that level in the room. And it was just a psycho amount of CO2 where you got like Franken buds. I know that anything over a thousand parts per million starts to inhibit nitrogen uptake in plants. Really? Yeah, so you actually have to use more nitrogen fertilizer than you normally would when you're bumping up to CO2 levels. All right. Yes, yeah. more Fist everything. Bond. Boom, boom. More I'm going to chime in here, man, if I may. The uh, He mentioned here in the comments, Debbie Bowman, that well, he's looking at his data log that when the lights come on, he notices that right away the CO2 goes from 800 to 430, which makes sense. The plants are starting to consume that CO2. Mm. And if he's in a ba- basement, CO2 is usually more – the more higher ambient level in basements, depending on if you got a hot water heater or furnace down there, right. CO2 is heavier than air. If you have an open basement where, like, I don't know, you have a lot of animals in the house, whatever, it can drop down there is like my thought on it. But, um, but well, let's time out for a second. Let's talk about what ambient is. Ambient CO2 is the CO2 in, in the air. Right about 400 parts per million is if you just put a CO2 monitor doing nothing, you know, rising. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it 350 before when they started worrying about it? Yeah, Uh, we're fine. We're fine. Anyway, so even to bring it up a little bit. So if you bring it up from 400 to 800, you've doubled the amount of CO2. So think about what if I got 25% oxygen, somewhere around 20 something percent oxygen in this room right now. If I double it to 45%, I bet you I fucking start acting weird, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what he's doing is he's maintaining right now because this plants, he's staying around 430, I said and that means because his his plants are consuming co2 keep in mind this is a sealed room guys no air in no air out now that hang on that's a big deal because plants consume co2 if there's no air in and no air out the co2 levels will actually drop because they put out yeah i've seen my room go down to like 200 something yeah so it's really even but just by having new 400 parts per million air coming in you you can you you know do real good for your yeah if you can do an air exchange sure so he's at and i'll give my final recommendation the you're at the lower end. Dude's yeah, you're, you're right. When when up in he said, hey, I've heard uh, Ed Rosenthal quote four to six hundred. Four hundred. I've man. seen people do. All right. It's that it's a four hundred. It's, it's a four hundred, though, that's constantly being replaced. Sure. Like you just said, you know, the plants are using it, yep. but you will do better any any level above that. You will. You should see increase. You should see healthier plants, increased growth, better yields for sure. Yeah, just think of the football players huffing on that oxygen on the on the sidelines. You know, there's a reason they're doing it. You know what I mean? It's 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 a performance incre- in, increaser because increaser is that a word? <laughs> yeah, or no, I mean it's not like that. It's legitimately just giving them more food. Like uh, plants feed by sequestering carbon from the air. Sure. And if you add more carbon to the air, there's more food for them to eat. Okay, bad analogy, but it's close. I don't know. That's the analogy I think of anyhow, man. <laughs> All right, we'll ask him who shot my analogy, Daddy. He doesn't even like the, take expo- it over. the explosion videos, man. <laughs> the fake explosion. <laughs>
<laughs> it is so funny, man. It's like, I don't know, just a happy stoner and an intellectual get together, man. It's like the odd couple. I love you, Guru. You're all right, brother. Love you too, man. Oh, right, what do we got? It's getting deep. Oh, it's getting deep. Hang on, we're going to take a time out and hug really quick, man. Yeah. Hold yeah. On. Yeah. Have a tear in my eye. Uh, all right. I'm going to tell you who's slinging recharge, man, because we haven't told it in a while, man. Way to grow out here in Colorado. Uh, seven places you can pick it up. And even down in uh, Pueblo now, I believe they have an outlet. Recharge is available. And it, I, we can't even tell you what the price is because it's a smoking freaking deal. So if you're in Colorado and you want to hook up on it, man, go over to one of the Way to Grows where they got Fort Collins, Boulder. Lakewood, is Denver, open, Central man? Denver. What's that? Did they open Pueblo? I know they were they were debating about that. Not debating. It was supposed to open forever, man. Is it open yet? Yeah. Oh, I right. believe down in Pueblo, it's not a full-on retail store. It's more like when you go in to get, like you did back in the day, to get your like your ag supplies. Oh, it's like when they you just know, come by the house. Yeah, I would know. Oh. It's like people that know what they want. There's a big grow scene down there, sure. you know, so they're, they're catering to. But yeah, there is. It is available down oh, there. So man. just search it out. Um, and shout out, man. One of the, the first store to ever, ever carry recharge. Yeah, a real good OG supporter. Founder of Way to Grow is just an awesome, you want to talk about a, a friend to the cannabis industry and an awesome businessman, a real talent. Got nothing but love for you, Corey. Respect. All right. Well, let's get into the cannabis calendar before we get out of here. Remind people, man, a couple things. We had a DGC Cup meeting yesterday, and uh, we'll be talking about it more. We Take did? Issues. Was I there? Where was I, yes. man? Tickets should be available here by the end of the month. Uh, the only update so far this year is we're doing one ticket level across the board. You're coming to that cup. You're coming to burn down yeah. on up to 30 different strains. Um, we're going to have tickets go on sale here soon. I think we pretty much settled right at about $50 for a full evening of smoking the dank, hanging out at one of the best places you can in Denver, Cultivated Synergy. So we'll have more instructions coming soon on how to get tickets uh, and just getting stoked, man, trying to be as or- – you know, if, you, if you know, like, like dude, it's January – I guess right, man. We're trying. I'm trying to be a little bit more pro with this event, so people can make travel plans. People can plan ahead. People can get a babysitter for their kids. I don't know. Yeah, April 14th, guys. Farm sitter. Saturday. Week. Yeah, the weekend before. Uh, the weekend before 420. Up. Also, I've uh, been talking about it. Next weekend, Indo Expo. Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Saturday, Industry Day. Sunday, Everybody Day. We'll be out front both days. Shit, hanging that's out. next weekend, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, I probably and, gonna uh, have to bring my mother-in-law. <laughs> and uh kicking it so regardless uh that's about it man i think we're about ready to put in the bag don't forget to call in guys even if you got a grow talk question 833-420-2420 or over at dudegrows.com on the homepage, upper left corner we'll force because i know none of these stoners remember numbers we got to force them to visit the page man full 20 (laughs) 24 7 no 24 20 i love it all right, well, let's put it in the bag, guys, uh, and that's about it, man. We'll give you. We're working on the new format. I hope you like the new, not new, but separated grow talk show. Everything's new, man. It's broken in half. It's new, bro. <laughs> yes, everything's other than changed. That, you know how it rolls. We'll be back. Stay higher and uh, grow that dank, man. Grow the dank. Yeah, take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the dank. Yeah, we get happy for noon And with the boss man sister Take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start 
their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long, yeah Get weed. I ain't done nothing wrong. 